0: Let's sing a worshipping song.
1: How
0: many believe he is trustworthy this morning? but I felt there that we must read it. Second Corinthians 4, verse 8 and 9. We can go and read it as a church. Okay. With some bit of oomph. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not distressed. For persecuted, but not forsaken. Our sound, but not destroyed. Amen. That's Amen. who we are. Amen. That's it. Brother Crosby says we are made not of running material. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's how we have been made. As we turn to the book of Luke seventeen, verse twenty six, Luke seventeen, verse twenty six. If you have found it, you can say, Amen. 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 It says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. Amen. 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 Do you believe that we are again in Noah's, exactly like in Noah's time? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 27, they did eat, they drank they married wives. They were given in marriage until... And Brother Branham says, that thing that says they were given in marriage, it doesn't mean that they were getting married, they were cohabitating. Hallelujah. Oh. Uh, fat and sad. Borok haram
1: tendencies.
0: (laughs) Amen. Real gentlemen get married. Real gentlemen have a ceremony. Are you here, young men? Amen. Like wise also as it was in the days of Lord. They did it, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built it. What a success. But the same day that the Lord went out of Sodom, and it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be. In the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day he, he, he which shall be upon the house top, and he his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away, and he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. He speaks during Titus time. Verse thirty two, I wanted to the third phrase Remember Lord's wife. Amen. As we pray, most gracious Heavenly Father, this morning you are still the Almighty God. Your majesty is indisputable, your power is beyond controversy. You are the Lord of heavens, the creator of the universe. There is none like thee. There's never been none like thee. There will never be none like thee. You are the almighty God. Whatever you say moves, it has to move. Whatever you say it has to stop, it has to stop. You created us, heavenly father because the prophet said you loved fatherhood. And this morning, as one of your children, I'm glad that I can tell the David... I am your child. Amen. And Lord, we you have given us the weight. And through your human lips you said, heavens and earth shall pass away. But your weight shall never pass away. This morning I'm looking at the promises of the weight, how you have made them to materialize in this hour. And how you called us from different backgrounds. We were sinners at some point in time. We were not the worshippers of the God of Israel. We were unworthy. We were in the mud of sin. But you came our way and love lifted us. And that is why we can sing the songs of Zion. That is why this morning we can tell the devil that we are a brand new creatures, and there is no th- th- nothing that he has got on us. This morning we have read a portion of a scripture. We expect, as the author, for you to come down and reveal the weight in the manner that you see fit. Your prophet said the weight will defeat the enemy anytime, anyway, and under any condition. And this morning, I'm a firm believer of that statement. I've seen this weight defending itself many a times. And this morning, I've got confidence to put my eternal destination Upon this word. Yeah, men and women, you know them before I knew them. You created them before I could see them. And Lord, you knew their needs before I could know their needs. May you make a provision this morning for their needs, be it spiritual, physical, or financial, or in any other way. May you grant them their heart's desires. Whatever wishes that they have, granted Heavenly Father as long as it is within the parameters of the wave. Yes. And this morning I commit myself to you, circumcise my lips. Circumcise their ears, so that when we come to the end of the service, let everything f- be for your glory. Let them not just look at the veil, let them look beyond the veil. Yes. I'm standing here as your mouthpiece, dear God, and I need you to shut down my intelligency, let it be you that will speak Hallelujah. as I commit everything to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. As you take your seats. Amen. Just a couple of minutes. We just want to speak on the ministry of the Son of Man. Hallelujah. That's what we want to speak uh, this this morning. Uh, I don't know who's got an African's Bible in the building. What does African's men You've got African's? Oh, it's it's a home. Oh, okay. You've got an English Bible. I... I would need a volunteer, from an African-speaking person. You will volunteer, Sister Zelda. Okay. Is there is a Congolese, there's the brother here, you, it's French, ne? okay, I would need a volunteer in French, uh, the Zulu. you and the valley well, eh? okay you will try for Zulu okay. how many do I have I've got three let me see what other language David would you want to try Peti for me now you can translate it Amen Brother Washington Shauna Amen. How many volunteers do I have now? How many? Okay. Just come to the fore and stand here. Just, I just want you to do something for me. Amen. Don't be scared. Is there anyone who can do English for me? Any volunteer for English? Where's English people? Amen. Brother Chet, you come to the (laughs) fore. Samuel, you still know how to speak Italian? You still know how to speak Italian? Italian. You can speak Italian. Oh, come on, need Italian. Amen. Brother City, you'll go first. I want you to to turn to Malachi 4, verse 5 and 6. And once you have read it, they will speak it in their different languages. You can go. Or, Or just a sec... Give us a microphone with direct recording. Just turn it to direct recording. Amen.
2: Amen. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great before the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall turn the hearts heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Amen.
0: Amen. That's, that's English. Yes, you can, I don't know, Ndawella or Zulu. As you say, Vantoine, Nancy Zu, Sabantoana, as you say, Umagung and Jalo, Munza Ushia, Um Saba, next Allegis. Amen, Sister Maria. That was in the valley, Ozulu.
1: Behold. I vi mando un a prophet that he will turn your hearts to those who vecchi.
0: Amen. Amen. That's Italian. Africans. Just bring it, the mic closer. Yes
2: wees ek sal Elia die profet die um, en, um, <laughs> 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 um,
0: behold i'll send you a the prophet
2: so, van die groot en Verschrikkelijke dag van die Heere. No. En hy sal die harte verander, van die vaders na die kinders en die hart van die kinders na die vaders voor kom in die wereld slaan met een vloek.
0: Okay. Amen. That's Afrikaans, now it's French. It's five to six. Yes. Voici, je vous enverrai, Elie le prophète, avant que le jour de l'éternel arrive. Ce jour grand et redoutable. Il ramènera les cœurs de pères à leurs enfants et les cœurs des enfants à leurs pères, des peurs que je ne vienne frapper le pays d'interdit. Amen. That was French, now it's Shona. Amen.
2: Tarirai, tukhtumirai, Ebiam, profita. Zvagurache, satira ouia. O que a choréira Baba kuaná. No moyo eu evana, mati Baba. É o truque a sadqua a popanica.
0: Amém. Amém. Elia, उद्देश्य तो ला पिलुचा बताते, खो वारना उद्देश्य तो ला पिलुचा वारना Amen. Let's do one more. Ex. two, verse thirty-eight. Just that verse. I've got a team that is helping me preach this morning. <laughs> Same sequence. You will see where I'm going. Just Acts 38 only.
2: Amen. Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your of sins and ye shall received received the gift of the holy ghost
0: amen upetro watiku bo pendwane laphatise omnye no munye wenu ikameni le nkosi jesu christu ukuze izono zethu sixolelwe niya kwamukelisa umoya ngcwe
1: Se tutti ripenti e ti battezzi nel nome del Gesù Cristo, tu riceverai, tu riceverai il spirito di Dio.
0: Amen.
2: In, in Peters Pierre sê, bekeer en laat, en laat doop in die naam van Jesus Christus vir die um, van soendes, en jy sal die, heilige, die geskenk van die heilige geest ontvang.
0: Amen. Pierre leur dit, vous et que chacun de vous soit baptisé au nom de Jésus Christ pour le pardon de vos péchés, et vous recevrez les dons du Saint-Esprit. Amen.
2: Jinoo Petro akati kovari, tena ukaimu pabatiz kumweno mwenye mizidaratini Jesu Kristo, kuregeruwa kwezivi, muzoka mchira chipo cheme mchani. Pedro
0: araho wanaga moka, feto rangi legulo Jesu nle Jesus Kristo, gorlevel leveliibi, leg 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 legreje mpya Amen. I've got a, a question here. These people have read two scriptures in different languages. There's no way that an Italian could have made Ndebele and made Ndebele to understand the Italian. My question would be, who designed that these scriptures, wherever they reached them in their own languages, the effect was exactly the same? Are you with me, church? Yes. So, it's spoken right in English, translated in different languages, but when it got to the English the effect was exactly the same. When it got to Ndebele, the effect was exactly the same. When it got to an Italian, the effect was exactly the same. When it got to an Africaner, the effect was exactly to a Congolese, to a Petit, to a Shona. My question is that William Merrin-Brandam could have never designed it to be that way. It had to be the almighty God who put the scriptures there, that wherever they go, the effect must be exactly the same. And, and what you have seen here, you have just seen... What God can do on a global scale with one spirit, with one effect, with one Bible, with one prophet, with one message. Are you together? So you can take your seats. So that is why I want to speak on the ministry of the son of man not of a son of man. Hallelujah there is a difference between a son of man and the son of man a son of man is a prophet this son of man is God prophet. Are we together? Isn't it beautiful how you've just heard it in different languages hallelujah But with no Bible school, with no formal education, people could come from diverse backgrounds and understand the scripture in exactly the same manner. And I think that's exactly what happened on the day of Pentecost. Are we still with me? No, the scripture says, and as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the son of man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Hallelujah. Do, do we agree that the world is now in a Sodom condition? Do we agree that this world has reached a point of no redemption? Hallelujah. Do we agree that there's no more remedy for this world? It is going south and nothing will stop it. Uh, Are you here, believers? This world, folks, is falling apart. There's no future for this world. We are are right at the end time. Even the history that is being captured, there is no generation that will read that that, uh, history because we are deemed to be the last generation. Are we together? Now, the prophet of God says here in this message, the anointed ones, he says, now there's three things we are going to say before we close. I want you to listen real close now, now, as we are about, I mean, he was about to close, and I'm about to start. Amen." Amen. So, don't sleep on me thinking that I'm closing, I'm just beginning. Three things, remember, three things have been fulfilled. They are not going to be fulfilled. They have been fulfilled. Three things lays before you right now. The first, the world is in a Sodom condition. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And no amount of prayer can take the world out of the Sodom condition. The world is going to go deeper and deeper and deeper into the Sodom condition. The only prayer that you must have this morning is that God, as the world slides into Sodomic condition, preserve my family. As the world is perishing, oh God, help me apply a token for my family. Do you believe that we are in a time where it is becoming a household affair? It depends on you as a man of the house or on you as a woman of the house. What are you going to do about the situation? Hallelujah. Yes. You, you you can't help this world. Schools are going to get more and more evil. Workplaces are going to get more and more evil. Communities are going to get more and more evil. But there is a remedy for you. You can stand up and say to the devil, I have applied a token for my family. My family is going to be an exception in this dying generation. Are we together? It does not mean that as the world slides into Sodom condition, we begin to become victims. We have never been victims and we shall never be victims. We are the children of the Most High God we can survive in any environment without being part of that environment. On those words, I'm simply telling you that there is victors that are going to come out of this generation. I'm telling you that there are overcomers that will come out of this generation with their integrity still intact. And I can say, those that have gone are now depending on you. They can never resurrect until you come to perfection. You are the one that will complete the picture. You are a very important person this morning because all the hosts of heaven's are looking at you to make sure that you finish and finish on a high note. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know. I have made a pledge to God and say no matter what goes or comes, I will never fail you. And I don't know how many in the building I've made such a pledge and say, I don't care what demons of hell are coming my way, but there is one determination that I've got. I will press on. Whether it's easy or not easy, but I will press on. Because why? I understand that the battles produce victors. Are you still together? On Wednesday, we we're talking about don't be a new recruit. Be a seasoned soldier. Because this hour requires seasoned soldiers. Are we still together? So the world is sliding into so dumb condition. And I, I, I'm, raising, I'm raising two boys and a girl. And I look at them and I say, goodness, it would break my heart when they come of age. And my daughter comes with another girl and says, uh, 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 you, you've got a, I don't know whether we're going to call it a son-in-law or whatever you may call it. That's how twisted this generation is. Hallelujah. A girl bring a girl home and say, now you've got a son-in-law. A boy bring a boy home and say, you've got a daughter-in-law. The devil has got no shame and the devil has got no respect. Let me tell you something. If you allow the devil, the devil will play with you. Hallelujah. These things, and I know people can deem it to be hate speech, but in this church, I want to tell you we've got a remedy for homosexuality. If we did not have a remedy, we're not going to condemn it. I'm condemning it because I know it can be corrected. I know that if as a homosexual, you can be transformed homosexual in this church are welcome provided that they are willing to go through the process of redemption because I know once they go through the process of redemption that spirit will leave them hallelujah we are not going to accommodate it because we've got those that cannot do anything about it they've got to accommodate it but this church has got a remedy this message has got a remedy hallelujah I mean, the prophet was speaking to a young boy who was a soldier. He tapped him on the shoulder and he turned around and looked at Brother Brenham. And Brother Brenham said, Son, I've prayed for you. That spirit has left you. Amen. What was that spirit? Homosexual spirit. It's not a biological matter. It's a spiritual matter. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if it's a biological matter, God specializes in biology. God can fix things. Amen. I'm simply saying, don't ever accept the devil to tell you that something is norm. If, especially when it is a sin. You must say to the devil, where I come from which is heaven, this is not a norm. And I'm here, I reject it. Amen. Because the Bible says, resist the devil and he shall Free. resist the devil, he shall, he shall flee away from you. But you've got to first to resist him. God is not going to resist him on your behalf. You've got to have a willpower to say to the devil, No! Not me! And once you have said it, then the Holy Spirit, which is God's agent, will take your confession and enforce it upon the enemy. Are you here this morning? I hope you are with me. Now, the first thing, the world is in a Sodom condition Jesus said it would happen look at the perversion our women trying to act like men sisters a woman is a unique species there are certain things that a woman has that a man can never have even in their wildest imagination hallelujah i, I, I mean i look at have you ever seen when a man is sick the world comes to stand still the threshold for pain for men is to the minimum and you wonder if this man feels this pain in this way what was going to happen should he go through childbirth <laughs> yes brothers you don't you've got no idea I'm told that the closest that you can come to uh, birth pains is kidney stones. And I don't know whether is it a fair comparison. Hallelujah. Of uh, which I think childbirth uh, or birth pains, it's, it's quite severe. It's quite intense. Hallelujah. So what I'm simply saying is that there are certain things that a woman possess that a man does not have. And when, when as a woman, you begin to want to act like a man, you lose your originality. And when you lose your originality, then you lose your purpose. Because anything that steps out of its position of originality can never be useful to its full potential. Are, are we together? The, the world must never tell you that you've got to act like a man. Act like a lady. Speak like a lady dress like a lady, and God will bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. Now it says, look at the perversion: our women trying to act like men. Our men trying to act like women. Sissified. There are some men even when they speak, they, they've got I don't know sisters, I've, I've seen, I've, I'm walking in the mall a lot of times and I look at this the gay community and I say sometimes when a, when, a, when a homosexual wants to act like a woman they even overdo it. It, it, becomes, it becomes very irritating. Hallelujah. Don't just rush to say amen to me, sisters. Uh, Don't mislead me thinking that you really get what I mean. Because a lot of salons are operated by homosexuals. Hallelujah. And women, I hope it does not apply in the message, where women say a hairdresser, is more understanding than a husband. Yeah, in the world well they say, if you want to know your wife's issues, go to her hairdresser. And if you want to know your husband's issues, go to the barman. <laughs> Amen. But I hope in the message, if I want to understand your issues, I must go to a pastor. Or I must go to God. Are I- we together. our men trying to act like women, sissified, rotten, filthy, low down and devil-possessed and don't even know it. This is the tragedy. Rotten, filthy, low down, devil-possessed, and don't know it. The greatest tragedy is that even the preachers that preach to them, they don't even know that they are devil-possessed. The Bible says that would happen. That's where it's at. That's where we are, folks. And maybe before I jump into the second one, we've got to mean business about this message. Because the devil means business. Most of you, the devil doesn't want you to worship for long. He wants to snatch you and drag you back into the world. If you don't mean business, you will be gone. Are we together? Now, that was the first thing that has been fulfilled. The second thing is that hour, According to the scripture here, the Janice and Jambres appear. Firstly, you you've got a, a possessed, devil possessed society that is rotten, filthy, low down. And then the second thing, you've got Janice and Jambres appear. The first one it's a it's a it's a it's, it's just pure demonic environment, which is a Sodom condition. The second one, because when you speak about giants and Jambres, you speak about religious impersonations. Now, the second one, the prophet is alluding to, indicating to you that now there's going to be a religious demon or demons that are going to come and pollute the environment. The devil is very clever. Because if you go to the first, are you still with me? Amen. Okay, let me finish it. I don't want to lose you. What did I say the first one is? Sodom, the world in? I need the church that could listen to participate here. I said the first one is the world in? The first one is the world in Sodom condition. Do we agree that that is purely an evil environment? Yes. The second one that would happen, it says, it's in that hour, according to the scripture here, that Janice and Jambres appears. This is the second one. Janice and Jambres. Do we agree that this is now not an evil environment purely, but evil but with an element of religion to it. Look, look how the devil is cunning. Because the chances are that if somebody wants to run from the first environment, which is evil, they can run into the second environment that is religiously evil. So it means picking somebody from the streets and bringing them into church Sometimes you can make the person worse off than they were in the streets. I don't know, are you following how cunning the devil is? He's got a bar room here, and he's got a church down the road, but they're being operated by the same spirit. And, And if you don't know, you are telling a drunkard from that beer hall and say, Why do you keep on drinking? Leave the beer hall. Go down the street. There is a man of God or there is a church of God. And when he goes there, he realizes that, gee, he's in a more worse condition than when it was in a beer hall. The devil is a religious being. The devil has got a church. The devil wants to be worshipped. And uh, the devil... Likes it when you are in a church where you worship him rather than in a beer hall where you have got no idea about religion. What am I saying this morning? It may sound that I'm discouraging a church, but I'm painting a picture of what the devil was. The devil, when he fell from heaven, he was not a drunkard. The devil was a, a religious being. The devil knows all the beautiful songs in heaven. The devil was in charge of music. The devil could go and behold the face of God. The devil could go and speak to God. He knows how God operates. The devil understands worship ten times better than believers understand worship. Because he was responsible for the order of worship. But when after sin came, people fell into sin. Then you have this liquor joints that came up hallelujah do we agree that in compromising the word of god the liquor industry in this country did not do as much damage as what the church has done oh i still have drunkards that i can drink in a beer hall and tell you that homosexual is wrong but I've got men that are putting a collar on Sunday that can tell you, God loves everybody. Come as you are. Who's more dangerous, a drunkard or that man in a collar? That man in a collar! I'm painting a picture this morning that a lot of, a lot of people this morning are in various churches. And, and yesterday, a lot of people were in a lot of beer halls. But you may find that the ones that are in a church this morning are even worse off than those that were in the beer hall. Don't go around and say, Parada Madiba is promoting a beer hall here. I'm just comparing the degree of evil. Both of them are evil, must be rejected. But I'm saying how the devil can bring you to something that looks like the real thing and mislead you until you think it's a real thing and you realize when the hour is late that Goodness, it was not the real thing. Are you here this morning? A drunkard knows that I'm wrong. The drunkard knows if I die, I'm going to hell. But a church member thinks that somewhat, based on my conduct, based on my membership, based on the fact that my name is in a church book, maybe there could be some sort of a remedy. I say, you are in a more worse condition than a sinner in the street. Are you here this morning? But there is a third environment. It just ties up with the message because Brother Brennan says the third stage is the stage of perfection. Perfection is the number, three is the number of perfection. Now, he says, thirdly, it's in that same hour. This is the third one. It's in the same hour that this Son of Man is to be revealed. Hallelujah. Now I'm speaking about a third environment. The first one is evil. The second one is evil in a religious way. But the third one, that's where I want to be this morning. An environment where this Son of Man is being revealed. And if you are not in an environment where the Son of Man is being revealed, you are going to be caught by the first environment. If you escape the first environment, you are going to be caught by the second environment. But praise be to God that this morning there are people that were in the first environment and they looked at it and they said, we are done, the table. And they migrated from the second environment, first environment, And they came to the second environment, which was religious, but the predestinated seed in them never got satisfied and said, I was a drunkard, but now I'm a church member, but yet I have got no joy of salvation. What was happening, it was God pulling you. And today I can say there are people that are in the third environment where Elohim came down in a bottle of flesh. And is revealing himself to the people. Do I have the people this morning that can say. We have received the revelation of the son of man. Yeah. Well, I just say We are done with being drunkard. And now here is a danger. The first environment. Which is purely evil. Prostitution, drinking, all sorts of filth going on. The second environment that is religiously evil, but that looks religious, but denies the power of godliness. Are you still with me? The third environment is the environment of the bride, where this son of man is revealing himself. Now, you've got two environments. One environment is dominated by Janice and Jambres. The third one is dominated by the bride. We go to the people. We are all preaching the same gospel. Telling the people to leave the first environment. Are we together? And a sister was telling me and said, I spoke to a man who owns a bottle store. Testified to the man. And the man was happy about the message. And the man was willing to go and visit the church so that he could hear more. But while they had planned to go, in between, another pastor just comes from nowhere, speaks to the man, drags the man into some church bosberat somewhere. And the man comes excited and says, I'm now... I've now accepted the Lord. Hallelujah. The first, when the sister spoke to her, it looked like the, how she testified. The man at some point in time was going to feel guilty or condemned to own a bottle store. But before he could come to the real thing, there comes something else that says, No, 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 no. You can still accept the Lord Jesus Christ and own your bottle store. Do you see the collusion of environments? Hallelujah. You've got to be predestinated to know that this is not real, but that one is real. Are you with me? Now, the prophet says, in the message, the unveiling of God. How many love this prophet? He says in this message, paragraph uh, page fifteen, or paragraph fifteen rather, God was veiled in a man. They couldn't understand that God was veiled in a man as He has always been. He was in a human temper. You remember during the days of Sodom, God came down and embodied himself, and went to the house of Abraham, and spoke to Abraham face to face. Brother Bram says the last sign that Sodom and Gomorrah saw was God in flesh. And the Bible says, as it was in the days of Sodom, so shall it be at the day when the Son of Man is revealed. That means if God took residency in a human flesh, he's got to take residency again in human flesh in the end time. But here's something beautiful. Lord, and the rest of the people in Sodom did not know that God was in human flesh. Stay with me here. They did not know that God was in human flesh. Now you've got three classes of people. You've got Abraham. You've got Lord, And then you've got people of Sodom. Are you with me? Now, when you look at Abraham... He had accepted this divine visitation and identified God when God took residency in the body and could speak to God and God could give him a promise and give him an assurance but there were two messengers that went to Sodom and Gomorrah and when they got to Sodom and Gomorrah they were preaching the message that come out these messengers they were sent by God to Sodom and Gomorrah, they are not of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes, hallelujah. <laughs> when they got there, when the people looked, how, how perverted a society can be that until an angel send God sends an angel and people see. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says they were fighting to take this man and compromise them. Because those people were perverted when they saw a man, they saw a woman. Until they could do that to angels. But while they were there, they said, Lord, we need to come out. And they came out. Lord and the family came out. As they moved out on the way, Lord's wife turned to look back. And she turned into a pillar of salt. Stay with me here. You've got Abraham. You've got Lot. You've got Sodom and Gomorrah people. You've got Lot's wife. These people are represented in the end time. When you are sitting here, you've got representation. You represent something within these categories of people that I've mentioned. There are people... That remained, because Abraham was there. Brother, said the environment that Abraham was in was not desirable from a human perspective. Remember he said to Lord, if you go to the left, I'll go to the right. That means Lot looked at Sodom and saw how prosperous, how things were shaping up. And he said, that's where I'm going. But Abraham remained with his humble wife somewhere there in a humble place. But right there, God visited him and spoke to him face to face. There are people in the end time, they are not part of this world. There are people in the end time, they look at the drama of the world and they can see already smoke coming out. Because this world is going to burn, folks. I didn't get enough amen on that. I wasn't. Yes, JSE is going to burn. World Bank is going to burn. Union building is gonna burn, parliament is gonna burn, your company is gonna burn, everything will be subject to fire. But I want you to say, Brother Maribaba, there is an assurance that if everything is subject to fire, me by promise, I'm not gonna be subjected to fire. I'm coming out of this generation as a raptured being. Are you here this morning? can you tell the devil, I'm coming out of this generation as a raptured being. Whether you like it, David, but I'm coming out because I have received the revelation of this son of man. And I had much better tell you, the rapturing process has already begun. The real bride is not waiting for the rapture. The real bride is in the process of rapture as we speak right now. I've picked up, uh, they say, when you fly, and I've always wondered that the uh, food on the, on the flight so, tastes so terrible. If you've been on a flight, I don't know, they've got terrible food there. I always, I don't like the food there. But later, only to read that it's actually not the food. Science says when an aeroplane takes off, and it goes to a certain altitude, you lose taste of food. Your taste for food drops by 50%. The higher you go, things that you used to enjoy down here, the taste there drops off. And I say, if an aeroplane can make me my taste to drop by 50%, how much more when I go beyond the aeroplane, my taste of the things of the world drop by zero percent. If you still love the things of the world, that means you have not gone higher. The higher you go, the less interest you lose. Can we go higher? The message says, come up here. Are you with me this morning? Now Abraham was there separated and Elohim came down to visit him and spoke to him face to face, gave him an assurance and two angels went down to Sodom and Gomorrah. In the end time, we have had two great men that were registered in history as the greatest evangelists in the end time, Oral Roberts and Billy Graham. They went towards Sodom and Gomorrah. And they preached and told the people to come out of Sodom and Gomorrah. But those people are not preaching to the bride. No, 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 no. They have gone down to Sodom and Gomorrah. The brides, has got a promise. The Lord himself Amen. shall descend. Amen. But in Sodom and Gomorrah, they don't have that promise. Two messengers are going down there, sent by God. But in Abraham's environment, the Lord himself Amen. came down and took a body form. And began to walk towards Abraham. And Abraham when he saw the three of them. He identified the one in the middle. And said Elohim my Lord Elohim. Abraham did not believe Trinity. Abraham believed in one God. That expresses himself in three offices. And say my Lord my God. But the two, when they went down to Sodom, my Lord, but within the bright is my Lord. Oh, I'm thankful in the end time to have known him the way I know him. My Lord, Elohim. And he came and they sat down and had lunch together. You can't preach that to Sodom and Gomorrah and say, well, God was in my house eating chicken. But Abraham understood that God can be so personal and take a human form and eat a chicken and enjoy the flavor of the chicken while asking you about your life. Amen. Oh. Then in Sodom, they preached and said, let's come out. And they came out. But on the way, Lord's wife turned and said, am I really going there? Turned. And she turned into the pillar of salt. You've got those that refuse to remain. You've got some that left but did not go all the way and stopped around the way and said, and let me, I'll say it for what it is. A half-done Christian is more dangerous than a sinner. I will bring it to, to your doorstep. A half-message believer is more dangerous than a sinner. I expected an amen on that one. A half-Christian is more dangerous than a non-Christian. Because the devil uses you as a memorial. And say, look at her, look at him. It can never be done. But this morning, if he has shown you a brother or a sister that has failed... Turn around and say, David, but me, I'm not going to go that route. I know I'm an Abrahamic material in this Abrahamic age. Amen. And she turned into the pillar. I- imagine when Oprah and Ruth came out of Moab on the way. And Ruth, te- uh, Naomi, turned around and said to Ruth and Oprah and say, I can't bear children anymore you've got to go back. Go back to your father's house. I'm done. I'm an old woman. I'm going back. The, the, the Lord has treated me in this manner so that I can return back to the home, my homeland. I, I, imagine oh, by immediately when they said, said, said goodness, I was a, thank God we are released. Be blessed. Oh, traveling mercy. And she went back. But Ruth, Ruth, because she was part of a divine picture. Even when Oppa turned her back, Ruth said, Wherever you shall be buried, I shall be buried. Your God shall become my God. Your people shall become my people. Your faith shall become my faith. This morning we want the people that can go all the way. Are you here this morning? We are still stuck during the days of Sodom. But right there, Abraham speaks to Elohim. And the Bible says, Elohim said, but I've got some divine mysteries. I've got a plan about Sodom and Gomorrah. Am I going to hide what I'm going to do there to my heir, Abraham? And he began to divulge the plant and say, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. And Abraham stood there and said, oh God, what if you find only 50 or 100 Russians? What if you find 50 rushes people there? What if you find 20 and they were busy talking and God said, I will not destroy it. Let me tell you something this morning. God will not destroy this world without your input. God will come and tell you exactly what he's going to do. And you can say to God and say, God, I still have my son that I love so much that is in the world. Spare his life. Yes. Go and read the message. So that I in prison. Brother Brennan was convinced that mercy was over. And when he came to the end of the message, he says, Oh God, he asked Brother Neville to pray in the middle of the prayer of Brother Neville, Brother Brennan interrupts the prayer and says, oh God, I still have Billy that is not in. I still have Rebecca that is not in. Oh God, forbid that mess is over. That's when a man is making an intercession for his family. And this morning, you can do exactly the same. And say, David, no matter what, oh God, I still have my mother. I still have my husband. I still have my children. Oh God, forbid that message is over. One thing that I've loved about this message is when the prophet told me that, do you know that your prayer can be effective even beyond your grave? Oh, you can bury me, David, but you can never bury my prayers. My prayers will still go after them. A prayer of a saint is so powerful And some of you this morning, you are here because there was a prayer. Jesus Christ said, Father, I have prayed for them. And that prayer has gone throughout the ages. And this morning, I'm the product of that prayer. Oh God, I pray that don't take them out of the world. The world will hate them. But let them not succumb to the world. And this morning I say, the prayer of Jesus Christ is still standing this morning. Isn't it beautiful to know that the devil can never bury your prayer? Sister, that child of yours that you are struggling with, don't worry, don't say, what if I die? What's going to happen? No, 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 no. Once you are gone, your prayer will still be there even when your body gets rotten. But that prayer will still go after that boy or that girl and at the right time, something will strike them. Amen. And when you come on the other side and say, my son, are you here? Amen. I never thought you would be here because when I died, you were unbeliever and the child will say, your prayers, mommy. Amen. Your prayers, mommy. They gave me sleepless nights, and that's why today I'm in heaven today. Pray for them. Keep on praying for them. Keep on praying for them. At the right time, your prayers will deliver the results. Are you still with me? Amen. Amen. Now, Brother Brenham says, In this message, is your life worthy of the gospel? It says, come out of Babylon. Come out of this confusion. Come out of this system and serve the living God. Let this great angel of covenant, Jesus Christ in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Now, is a pillar of fire in the same form that he was back there bringing that first exodus, bringing the second exodus, and he's here with the third exodus. Follow the cloud and the pillar of fire. We've got those pictures. Those pictures are authentic cannot deny it and keep them in your homes don't just get a a poster from Bonner and put it in your house Get get those pictures I'm told it was in Congo when war broke out and when the war broke out certain communities were besieged by soldiers and when they got into Those villages, communities, because it was a a tribal war. Because the the soldiers were dominating by another tribe, so they were killing the other tribe. And when they got into that town and they invaded houses and they came into a place where believers had run for cover, And the soldiers got there, and when they got there, there was a picture of the cloud. And they were about to kill them. And one soldier turned around and said, Are you the followers of the message of the hour preached by William Brenham? The believers said, Yes. Right there, the soldiers that were meant to kill them said, We will protect this house going forward. What happened? Those are not just ordinary pictures. No, 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 no. It's the picture of our Lord Jesus Christ. Don't worship it, but say, use it as a remembrance to know that God was here in this generation. Put the picture of the pillar of fire. Put the picture of the cloud. Put the picture of the half man. They create a certain atmosphere. I hope we are together. You never say, it doesn't go with the decor of my house. Goodness. I want Jesus to go with the decor of my house. I want him to go with the decor of my car. I want him to go with the decor of wherever I am. Amen. Because certain pictures in the house of believers, you wonder, You get into a house and there is a picture. Oh, please, invite me, believers. (laughs) Sometimes as a pastor you preach only to realize that you are canceling dinner invitations and lunch invitations. (laughs) Amen. I'm saying it with love. Because you come here so that I can teach you, so that you can change. What purpose does a picture of Mpo and Mponyana serve? (laughs) No, take it out, take it out. Put Hoffman there. You'll see the atmosphere changing in the house. You will relax, your children will quieten down. Amen. I've not seen it anyway. I was just saying it. (laughs) Amen. Are you still with me? You say, remember, Israel walked day and night by the pillar of fire. When that pillar of fire moved, they moved with it. And remember, it was fire at night and a cloud at day. So it might come day or night or any time, but wherever it was, there was a provision made that they could not fail to see it. It was light at night and a cloud in the day, and they followed it. And I I say, it was a climate-controlled exodus. Hallelujah. A climate-controlled exodus. Because during the day, the sun is scorching, it's hot. But that cloud hovered over them to protect them from the sun rays. At night when it was cold, it was fire to keep them warmer. God will take care of your needs. Follow that pillar of fire. Follow that cloud. It will lead you to your destination. I thought I must just leap in that one there. Amen. Now, the same thing Martin Luther saw it. What did he do? He came out of Catholicism. But what did they do? They built a little fence around and said, we are Lutherans. This is it. Then Wesley saw it moving away from them. He went, what did he do? They built a little fence around it and said, this is it. What did the light do? Moved right on. Pentecost saw it. What did they do? Moved out of the Westland and the Nazarenes and so forth. What did they do? They built a little fence around it and called it, we are oneness, we are Trinity, we are the United, and God moved right on out of it. This God... Is a moving God. Don't ever stop if he's moving. If he moves, move with him. He says, see, we cannot do that. We've got to follow every day, every hour of the day, every step of the day. We've got to be led by the, by the Lord Jesus Christ. If we don't and we take an organizational life, A life that doesn't follow Christ daily is not worth it. You've got to follow him daily. Now he says in this message, the third exodus, the first exodus, what did he do? He he brought them out of a natural land to a natural land. The second exodus, he brought them from a spiritual condition into the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now he is bringing them, which is you, from a spiritual baptism of the Holy Ghost right back into the eternal land of the millennium and the great. Same pillar of fire, by the same anointed system, the same God doing the same thing, the same work. declared the first one, declared the second one, the same way that declared the second one has declared the third one, and here we see it among ourselves. Come out. Come out of this chaos. Come to the living God. Come into the word, and the word was made flesh, Amen. dwelling among us. Come out and serve the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why today when, when God descended, He took a body. I don't know what type of a body was that, but I know it could eat. Stay with me here. And the people that saw him going to the house of uh, uh, Abraham, they couldn't differentiate him from the rest of the people that lived during that time. He dressed like them and walked like them spoke like them until he got to the house of Abraham and spoke to Abraham in his language. It was only Abraham who knew who had visited him. Unbelievers, when they saw them, they could have said, it's Abraham, maybe it's another cousin or whoever it may be. But little did they know that it was God in flesh. What am I saying? I'm simply saying when God comes to you, he will assimilate himself into an environment environment. Only the predestinated ones will look beyond the ordinary and realize that God is in this one. I'm saying in our time, He came and put on a body. But during Abraham's time, He spoke a body into existence. But in our time, He used another body. Stay with me here. Same spirit. Same God, same anointing, same manifestation, but different ways. Yes. Yeah. He does not change who he is, but he changes how he veils himself. Yeah. Do you know, Brother Bram say, Christ was dead during the time of Egypt? He says Moses was Christ of their day. Yeah. What does it mean? Moses was anointed because Christ means an anointing. Are you still with me? Oh, I wonder to message believers are here this morning. Jesus was born, but Christ was never born. Jesus refers to the physical structure. Jesus refers to the body that was brought forth by Mary, but Christ was there before the body was there. I hope you will not go denominational on me and think that Christ is the same name of Jesus. Christ is not a same name. Christ is the deity that anointed the body. That anointing was there during the time of Moses. Brother Branham says, when the word was in Moses, Moses was God. And when the word left Moses, Moses was Moses again. Are you still with me? And we see it coming from Moses it comes to Jesus and it says when the word was in Jesus, Jesus was God. But when the word left Jesus, Jesus was Jesus. Because God can never be born. God can never die. Hallelujah. If God was in Jesus, the cross would have never killed him. You can never kill God. But God came into the body and walked around and spoke to them as a dual being. Amen. You looked at him as a son of Mary. But he was more than a son of Mary. It was God in flesh. Amen. The Greeks until they said. Say, "We would like to see Jesus? And they came. And Brother Bram said. They found a man. And say, said. What's special? Because this is just a man. He was a man when he was tired. But when he went to the tomb of Lazarus and said, Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth. He was more than a man. He was a man when he was hungry. But when he stopped the, the, the storm, he was more than a man. When he was tired, he was a man. But when he looked at the Samaritan woman and said, you, hallelujah, you are the daughter of Abraham. He was more than a man. He looked like a man, but he says before Abraham was, I am. Amen. Oh, I am is a special designation. It's not just a grammatical statement. Before Abraham was, I am is not a grammatical statement. It's the same one that said to Moses, tell them that I am, that I am, send you. Amen. He was telling them that the God of Moses. The God of your fathers is now in this temple. And they looked at the temple. The temple was frail and weak. But they could not see beyond the temple. But God was in the temple. When the word was in Jesus, Jesus was God. The same word moved then, came in the end time and found a dwelling place once more. Oh, it bypassed the Pope. It bypassed the president. It bypassed the denominational hierarchies. And it came down to a prophet from Kentucky whose grammar was broken, who comes from a drunkard background to demonstrate to the sinners in the end time that God will pick up the nobodies and make them somebody in the economy of God. And this morning I'm thankful that I'm one of the nobodies that God has made somebody. And he comes on the platform and he speaks in a in a manner that was not usual. And he says, Excuse me, I did not go to school. He makes some 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 goodness out of respect, some horrendous grammatical errors. And say, excuse me, I'm not a preacher. I'm just a servant of the Lord. But little when man stood there and looked at him, how unpolished he was. How he lacked the credentials. And they looked and said, this man, who is he? Little did they know that the same spirit that was on Elijah the Tishbite... Yeah. The same spirit that was shown, John the Baptist. The same spirit had come in modern Sodom condition. And God anointed a prophet. And some were honest with him and told him to his face and said, Your church stands no chance. It will be tent in the storeroom not long. But let me tell you something. 50 years later. I'm here standing behind the pulpit to confirm to you his church did not turn in the storeroom, but his message went around the world, and touched an Englishman and touched an Italian woman and touched a shorter man and touched a an development, and here we are. Hallelujah! The words shall never fade the way I shall never go forth and return to him void it shall accomplish what it was sent for and this morning I'm here to tell the table here we are I'm the evidence that this message shall never fail I am the evidence you are the evidence that the message will never fail I will be with you I will be in you until the end of the world Here we are. Here we are. Jesus Christ the same yesterday. Today, forevermore. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday at Kalelia. Today in you. Forevermore to the millennium. No one will ever stop this God. Hallelujah. I thank God for the revelation of the hour. This message, folks, is not a bunch of literature. This message is this son of man. You are feeding on this son of man. That's why you have become his body. I thank God for that Kentuckian prophet. You know, today... John when he came he looked at them and said behold the Lamb of God I need a ministry that can point him out and show him and say there he is I've been in denomination, I've been praying I've been in traditions but in the end time there was a man on the scene a Cantagian prophet that said today Let us go back Some hundreds of billions of years ago And let us go back to the mind of God Why did he go to the back part of the mind of God? It's because I come from there I've got a place from there And I want to report to the devil He found me In the back part of the mind of God Not in the church folks At the back part of the mind He found me And because I believed there, I believe here. Because I overcame there, I overcome here. I am what I am today based on who I was there. Where were you? Where were you when the sons of God shouted for joy? Where were you when the ministers sang? Where were you in the beginning when the word was when the word was with God and the word was God? Oh my brother, I've got an answer to the table. It's three words. I was dead. Yes. Oh, you may look at me, frail, weak with mistakes and so forth, but I've got an answer. In the beginning was the word. Brother Mariba was there. The word was with God. Brother Mariva was there. The word was God. Brother Maribo was there. And the word was made flesh. Brother Maribo was there. And on the cross, I came by his side. You can never stop it, my brother. This gospel, you can never stop it. It's not a product of a man. It's a God on the move. Oh, you can never stop God on the move. I've seen, I've told you many a times. How God moved through the pages of the Bible. Because when he met Abraham, after he was done, he moved away. And later, the same God, we see it was Jacob. He met him as the angel of the Lord. And wrestled with him. And said, I will never let you go till you bless me. It was still the same one. That Abraham met. But Jacob met him. When Moses said, God, I've seen a lot of things. Today I want to see you. And he says, stand behind the rock. You will see me passing by. Yeah. And it was the same one that Abraham met. Same one that Jacob met. And Moses saw the back part of a man. Are you still here with me? Joshua. He looked at Jericho. And say, what can I do to overcome Jericho? The same one that was with Abraham. The same one that was with Jacob. The same one that Moses saw was now with Joshua. And say, I'm the captain of the Lord's host. When they threw the Hebrew children into the fire, that same one came into the fire as the fourth man. That same one he came and indwelled a body that Mary produced. And the devil thought, now I will capture him. I will kill him. I will finish with him. He captured him and buried him. But you can never yes. stop him. Within 72 hours, he was out of the grave. On his way to his house. And I'm here to report to you folks. That same one that Abraham met. That same one, that Jacob met. That same one that Moses saw this morning. This morning. He's in the building. This morning is in the building. Are you sick this morning? He's moving up and down. He can touch you and make you whole. Oh, reach out to him. Reach out to him as he's passing by. Young man, he can take your wealthy desires away. And you can become a new creator and become a trophy in the economy of God. Sister, he can restore your marriage. He can heal your body. He can restore your child. He can do the miraculous. He is in the building tonight. This morning. Reach out and touch him. Do you recognize the one that is amongst ourselves? Greater than Solomon is here. Greater than all of them is here. The mighty God unveiled before us. Oh, this is wonderful. A son of man revealing this son of man. Jesus Christ unveiled in this generation. You can accept him and make him your God. This is just beyond the church membership, folks. This is a personal relationship. Amen. Amen. Brother Brenham was the vase. William Brenham is gone. Buried in Jeffersonville. His ministry is done. His message is still relevant, though. But I'm here to say to you who is the vase? Who is the vase? He can never operate without the vase. Who is the faith? Me, this morning, I want to say, I am the faith. And you as well can say, Brother Mariba, I am the faith. Sister, you can say, I am the faith. Old woman, you can say, I am the faith. We are returning a faith in the end time. When he was here and walking on the shore of Galilee, they couldn't see us. The Pharisees couldn't see us. The Sadducees couldn't see us. The scribes couldn't see us. But let me, we were there. He veiled us. In the end time, denominations cannot see him. The Pope cannot see him. But we have veiled him. There you could see him and not see us. Today you see us, you cannot see him. Hallelujah. 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 Do you understand how important you are? You are the veil of God. Oh, we thank God for this message. We thank God for this message. I've called him here to demonstrate to you what a real message can achieve. He doesn't care. Whether you have been to school, it doesn't care whether you are learned, wherever you were, if you were predestinated, God had to find you. I just wonder, Sister Maria in South Africa, what she's doing because she's Italian, but God orchestrated. She traveled all the way from Italy for three months until she got here. What was happening? It was not because she was coming to a land where for career, God was moving. And said, there is a prophet in the land. Yes. But if you stay here in Italy, you cannot see him. Let me move out of Italy. Let me drag you to South Africa. And when she came here, all events were predetermined. Yes. And here she is. Yes. Here she is. Yes. I don't know where it found you, Brother Chetty. But wherever you were, God had to come and lift you up. Yes. And orchestrated movements yes. till you are here. Yes. You are here this morning not because you've got a job at a school. No, you had to be here. There is a responsibility and there is a purpose why you are here. Yeah, Don't worry if God moved you from Zimbabwe or Congo. Maybe so that if my son remains here, he will fall and no longer become a message believer. Let me move. The footsteps of the Russians are ordered by the Lord. Did I say that? The footsteps of the Russians are not ordered by the economy. Are not ordered by the job prospects. Are not ordered by the marriage. Are ordered by the Lord. You are here because you had to be here. It just makes all the doubts to crumble around you. You are a son and a daughter of God. A son is more important than an angel. A daughter is more important than an angel. You share in his heritage. Maybe some of you, you don't even want to say amen because you are troubled. I'll give you a recipe. Anything, anything that you can write it down and bring it to my office and say, this is bothering me. I can always take it and show you it came after Genesis chapter 3. Yes. The Foshin account was not there before Genesis chapter 3. Your employer was not there before Genesis chapter 3. But you were there. So why would you make things that came after you, bother you. Say, David, you can take everything else, but you can never take me. I will stand together. You are making me have a good time. This message is powerful. Are you with me that you are feeling on this, son of man? Yes. So sodom condition will never affect you. Amen. Brothers, we live in an evil society where women are half naked, where they think being sexually appealing is a lifetime achievement. But we are living in this generation. We look at this filth, but we are not affected affected. We are not affected. Because why? God has put a holy veil. Amen. Amen. Don't be like the world. Don't be like the world. And it will get worse and worse. 2,500 young girls are infected with HIV. HIV every week in this country. I looked at our deputy president. He was presenting what he called a new condom. And I said, these people, they don't know. That is not a remedy. This country, we took South African breweries and made it to be a and number one company in the world. That's how much we drink as a country. How do we give a drunkard a condom? They try to solve this problem, it creates this other problem. It's a vicious cycle. The only answer come back to God. Come back to God. God will preserve you. Amen. In closing, you remember I spoke about a young boy. We had gone to, was bothering the, the pastor in the study, and the father looked at the boy, and said, "This young man is disturbing me. What am I going to do?" Do you have a piece of paper there? Anyone with a piece of piece of paper? Gee, it looks expensive. Are you sure? Amen. Okay. Ah, and the, the, the pastor just said, took the world map and said, young man, put this map back together, thinking that if the boy spends time there, he will be finishing up the same one. Five minutes, the boy was back and says, it's done, Papa the father looked and said, how could it be? He said, no, no, no. I did not look at the world. I looked at the man. And I said, because I don't know the world, but if I put a man in his position, in his position, the world will automatically come into its position. This morning... Don't try to fix a lot of things that are going on. Let God fix you. Amen. Let God fix you. Amen. Everything else will come into the picture. Amen. God bless you richly. Amen. Let's turn to our feet. How many love this message? Amen. Oh, we wouldn't. Goodness, this, brothers, this, this message gave us good wives. Some men, when they travel, they really think twice. Sisters, this message has given you good husbands. Some women have got stress for life. The only time when they know where the husband is is when he's in the grave. They can surely say, I know where he is. But not under the banner of the message. Amen. Ah, I was telling young people, I said, young people, you need to tell the truth all the time. Amen. Uh, a brother had come to church with an expensive—I don't know whether it's an iPhone seven—and the pastor saw it and said, "Beautiful phone! How much does it cost?" And the pastor, thought, the, the brother thought, "Goodness, I'm not even paying tithes. If I tell him that it's eight thousand, it's gonna four thousand is gonna be a problem." No, pastor, 400. And the pastor said, "You oh, goodness, here's 800. Bring it for me and my wife. <laughs> tell the truth at all times. Tell the truth. If you tell one lie, you've got to tell a thousand to cover up the first one. Tell the truth at all times. You are a, a material of the truth. day. Let's just worship him. I'm glad he found me. To Jesus I
1: say
0: surrender myself to you. I want you to fill me with your love and with your power so that the blessing can fall upon me. He will do it. I know he has done it many a times. He will do it. Let's just just say, if I just gently pass me now to a gentle Savior, let's just sing the chorus and then Brother Washington just come and lead us in prayer and remember the hands that have gone up everybody's hand is gone up including mine i need to be remembered in prayer these are tough times these are tough times because we are about to go home Mira que... Pass us by Lord. Amen. With our heads bowed, we can just indicate by raising our hand. We just sang and said, Savior, Savior hear my humble cry. If you've got a parent, you cry unto your parent. And this morning we've got a great parent that we can cry unto. And our desire is that as he is doing unto others, let him not pass us by. Commit it to the Lord. Leave it at his steps. He will take care of it. He will take you. We pray. Shall we pray? Thank you,
2: Father. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Father.
0: We are very much thankful, dear God.
2: We are your children, Father, this morning.
0: I believe that. Yes. You are our
2: Father this morning.
0: Thank you for being a
2: father. Heavenly Father, at least we can afford to come back to you, Father.
0: Yes, dear God.
2: To cry before thee this morning,
0: Father. Thank you, Father.
2: Heavenly Father, at least we can say Abba Father this morning. Thank you, Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for your Holy Spirit that has come before us. Heavenly Father, we thank you you have spoken to your church. Thank you, Father. As the singers say, do not pass me by. Heavenly Father, this morning, we thank you have been moving from bench to bench. Yes. You have been moving from heart to heart. Yes. Heavenly Father, as you are the designer of the hearts of your children, Father. Yes. You know which one they what. You know which one they're going through. But Heavenly Father above all, it was done. at Calvary, Father. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We lift you out of history. Yes. It's not only the issue of Calvary, but it's our life, Father, this morning. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. That if it wasn't because of your grace and mercy, we were undone. We were far away from the commonwealth of God. But mercy rewrote our life. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you. you, It's just grace and mercy, Father, this morning that defines the whole mystery, Father. It's not because we have done anything that was worthwhile, that was good. Yes. But because you had our names in the book of life, Father. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, in this time that we are going through. We know at the time as it was in the time of Lord, that the world is in the sodom condition. Yes. That the world, also, Jan- Janison Jambridge, Father, is being shown in this day. Yes. But right in the midst of chaos, Father. There we had our prophet Father. Hallelujah. Standing in the gap, Father. We thank you, Father. Because you had a sin of mind. You remember us, Father. We were dry bones in the valley. You thank said, you. can these dry bones yes. live again? Yes. This morning, Father, the dry bones are standing. Hallelujah. This morning, these dry bones, Father. Already there's life in it. This morning, Father. We thank you. Use the man of God, Lord, set himself aside that you can speak through your church, Father. That your church can benefit through all this ministry, Father. Yes. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that as you are sitting, Heavenly Father, in your know, presence, we want to thank you, Father. That you are ministering unto our hearts, Father, Heavenly Father, we pray. Not only for us, we pray for our loved ones, Lord. Yes, Heavenly Father, that they should also enter in, Father. Let it be. so firm. As the men of God say, the prayer availeth much, even as we die, Father, that the prayer will still remain, for it is the spoken word. The word that built this earth, the same word that was spoken by our Lord, Father, when he created this earth, that let there be, even this morning, Father, we want to thank you, Lord, that the prophet, he was, he lived before us, he was the first sheep that was raised before us, Lord. Heavenly Father was where well, and we saw him living the said, But the word is still alive. Same effect. Heavenly Father, the same results as in the church, Father. There is no greater miracle than the love of God in the church, Father. There is no greater miracle than the love of God among us, Father. Thank you, Father. We want to thank you this morning, Father. We want to thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, as you see your children raising their hands, Father, behind every hand, Father, you know, Father, what they want, Father. You know, Father, as they left their houses and homes, they came to church, that they will meet Elohim. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have spoken through their hearts, Lord. We want also to thank, Father, the men of God, Father, the pastor, Heavenly Father and his wife and the children, Lord. Yes. You know how he's laboring behind the sacred days. Heavenly Father to bring every message, every inspired sermon, Father. We know it's not by his making. We know it takes all the grace. takes a spirit, Father, to come and feed the church of God. Yes. Heavenly Father, discouragements may come, but Heavenly Father, we praise the church, Lord. Mm. That we are highly behind the men of God, Lord, yes, this morning. Yes. Heavenly Father, we commit everything in your hands, Lord, that may you have all the glory and all the honor, Father, yes, and all the chains shall say, Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: What a day there shall be. What a day there shall be. Day I hope to see you when there.
1: No shall
0: Don't come. miss that appointment. No more time. land. I think this is the right one just to, to wrap up and keep our thoughts on Beulah land as we live. How many are homesick? You know, the other time I was at another place, the environment was not right. I could not dramatize. When I got there, I was sick because of humidity in that environment. Got to the airport only to find that, together with the people that were together, my name, our names were not on the, on the list of passengers. After we had been there for two weeks and we were homesick, you should have seen how agitated we were. We wanted to break the protocol of the airport. We just couldn't care about anything. We wanted to go home because we were homesick. Amen. Have you ever seen someone who has been homesick? Amen. How many are homesick? Amen. And I'm longing for that day where they will stand on Beulah land. God bless you. Have a blessed and victorious week. Amen. I'm kind of homesick.